My name is Richard Villegas, uh, and we are still out here in Mexico City giving you shows, giving you interviews. Uh, this is uh, still, actually, technically, uh, this episode is going to be part of our uh, New York City series, uh, but we'll get to that in a second. Right now, we're listening to El Chico del Apartamento 512. This is by Selena, la reina del, del Tejano, or something to that effect. Um, and, uh, we're going to listen to that right now, and uh, when we come back, we uh, have some very, very special guests. Esa que le hago cartas noche y día Que no puedo entregar El chico del apartamento 512 Es el que me hace tanta muda y más Es en que yo pienso y sueño noche y día Él solo él Pero hoy por fin me he decidido de veras Todo mi amor a confesarme Toco su puerta y se me enchina la piel Y me contesta Y mi corazón se quiebra El chico del apartamento 512 El que hace mi pobre corazón saltar Es a quien le hago cartas noche y día Que no puedo entregar El chico del apartamento 512 Es el que me hace tanta muda y más Es en que yo pienso y sueño noche y día Eso De veras que sentí mi corazón quebrándose Cuando de repente me preguntó ¿Buscabas a mi hermano? post-production yeah. <laughs> um, and today I'm, I'm really excited about this because this is a different a different take on this series uh, I'm joined by uh, DJs uh, and drag artists extraordinaire uh, Ororchata and Hanalu how you guys doing hola <laughs> oh good how are you darling Hola, aquí en México. What's up? Yeah, I'm really, really excited to talk to y'all uh, because, I mean, uh, aside from you, you know, being the girls from back oh, home, we're excited. Um, you know, you guys do a lot of parties that like really feature uh, Latinxes and Latin American music, and you know, Latin, Latin, yeah. Latin, 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 Latin out mm, in yeah. out in NYC, and yeah. uh, you know, really excited to sit down with you guys today. For show. Um, um, uh, well, let's start with the most basic of the basic. Who are you? What is it that you guys do? Well, um, my name is Jorge Chata, and I am the co-founder of this fabulous festival that happens in New York. And now it's international, going all over the world. Uh, it's called Bushwig. And, um, yeah, I DJ, I'm a promoter. I, I do all, all, the, all the stunts, all the shows, <laughs> the gigs, darling. 
gigs. Booked and blessed. What, I, but what about you, Miss Hannah? Uh, my name's Hannah Lou, cross-dresser from New York, you know, living her best Latina life. Um, drag, artist, uh, DJ, um, all around beautiful alcoholic, you know, just me. <laughs> a bold loca. I yes. mean, we, DJ. Um, we are uh, all a little bit tired today because yesterday was a bit of a rage. Um, you you went out at, uh, in drags, Miss Thing. I was like, you is bold. I did. Um, I like the attention. I so. bet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> funny. Well, you got it, darling. Um, and yeah, I mean, again, I'm excited to sit down with you all today because we're gonna talk about um, we're gonna talk about music. Obviously, you guys are DJs. Uh, you know how to turn the party tonight. You will be turning the party at a club in Mexico City called Daddy. Um, you know, we'll be talking a little bit more about what exactly it is that y'all are doing out here. Um, cool. If we can, yeah. you know, I know we got to be discreet, oh, yeah, like no, like grinder trade. Um, oh but um, yeah, <laughs> let's get let let's start let's start at the beginning. So, uh, Miss Chata, we you mentioned Bushwick. You're the co-founder of Bushwick. Yes. Um, again, like for the listeners at home that might not be familiar with Bushwick, what is it? Bushwick is a festival that happens once a year in New York and Brooklyn. We're going in our this is our ninth year coming up. And yeah, I mean, we celebrate music, drag, and art, and we, it's, it's a weekend festival that brings the Brooklyn community together. And not just Brooklyn, but you know, every borough in New York and also international. We get yeah. a lot of girls from like the UK, uh, Sweden, and uh, you know, Germany, uh, you name it, we get all the girls. So yeah, that's kind of what Bushwig is all about. And Bushwig has been, has, you know, you guys have done it in different cities around the yeah, u.s specifically yeah, yeah. not just in New like i know that you, you do la done, austin we did south we did bushwick south and that was really fun that was in new orleans that was mm-hmm. about three years ago we do la usually around the same weekend as DragCon. um we're going on our third year doing berlin working on something in london it's in the works and as well mexico city so yes. we're hoping to be here at the end of the year also when i performed here like i think i was like five years ago or six years ago i saw the drag here and i just was like oh my god it's just like so similar to brooklyn and like sisterhood and all that and i was like oh one day i have to like we gotta be yeah. in bushwick here so i'm excited to hopefully bring bushwick to mexico city i mean mexican drag has really kind of blown up in the oh, last yeah. like two years basically because yeah. like of la mas draga, la mas draga. Um, mm-hmm. which is cool because most of the drag shows of which now there are surprisingly quite a few yeah uh, they're all kind of affiliated to like rupaul's drag race even mm-hmm. the one that they did in chile was sort of like licensed and la mas draga is completely original they don't actually do give rupaul any money yeah um i'm kind of obsessed with what's happening in mexico right now i mean like again miss hana you yesterday went up out in full drags mm-hmm. um you know was the experience in any way different or similar to um to going out in new york um i mean definitely similar um i see a camaraderie that's um happening with the girls within the community which you know was kind of amazing because I mean, I've done drag almost everywhere where we've taken Bushwick and like a lot of places where I've traveled and it can either go one way or the other as far as like I meet welcomed or I'm not. Mm -hmm. So like for instance, we were out once in drag, where were we in Europe or something? And I got like nudged and... Oh, people were carrying. Yeah, people were carrying with me because they didn't know what to do with me because obviously I'm an outsider. 
and they've never seen me. But like the girls last night, one of the girls that came up and introduced herself to me on uh, like out of the blue, which is really, really sweet. Mm-hmm. And like that's yeah. like a lot of our sisters in Brooklyn. I mean, that's absolutely the point, I yeah. feel, right? Is I mean, these spaces are about like people who are freaks, outcasts, others, you know, kind of finding each other. So right. like that's yeah. you know, it's really cool like to be able to establish that. I mean you know, I yesterday went went out in a cape and the you know the whole yeah. nine and like, uh, you know, I don't I usually I'm, I'm I'm not usually able to do that here anymore because people look at me all sorts of crazy and I won't, you know, I will not uh, score the trade, you know, because yeah. uh, <laughs> people are loud. But I found this boy that had like these incredible flowers like embroidered into his jacket oh, and I was like, it's just incredible. He's like, hey, I made it at home. Um, uh, you know, um, before we move on, I want to talk a little bit about because you guys rep Brooklyn hella hard. I mean, that's that's home. Yeah. Um, New York drag is one thing, but then there's Manhattan drag, and then there's Brooklyn drag. Mm-hmm. I feel, and I mean, there's even Queens drag and what have you. But like, yeah, yeah. what makes Brooklyn drag uh, Brooklyn drag? What what makes it unique? Well, <laughs> what do you think? I mean, <laughs> there's a running joke that like hair, Manhattan queen. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we're hairy here. Yeah, very nice hair. Um, no, there's this like running joke that like Manhattan queens are what like cabaret queens or theater queens, theater queens, yeah. uh, show tunes. Sure. And, then, <clears throat> and then you have like the Brooklyn queens, which can go from. Any, I would say anywhere from like show tunes or the, being the, theatrical to like grungy and artistic and yeah outside the box yeah like Like drawing something on a wall or something i don't know you know like brooklyn i think they're more creative Mm -hmm. in art kind of sense and not just a performance and not just lip syncing i feel like manhattan's just like straight up they just need tips and they like just do a number. You know what I mean? It's more work. It's oriented. more for work. Yeah, it's mm. more work. And I think Brooklyn's key, 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 key. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because it's definitely, more, I like, I, I never really, when I, when I participated more actively in the scene, I like, I didn't really go out to Brooklyn very much. Yeah. Like, because I came up in the Ritz, like with, uh, with Our Lady of Saliva. Yeah. And when that party ended, I f- realized that I didn't really like the Ritz and I didn't really like Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. I liked the very crazy punk queens that were performing there. And yeah. that's why I like rapidly drifted t- towards Brooklyn. Yeah, I like, feel I like the Ritz has always been kind of like, because I used to perform at the Ritz mm-hmm. with Thorgy Thor back in the day. Yeah. Oh my God. So it's funny because like the Ritz just did like a Brooklyn takeover. So I feel like the Ritz yeah. has always had this like kind of cool, like let's bring the BK girls, you know, for, you know, for while yeah unless it's like east village i feel like everything is is very like yeah as you as you guys said you know body suits hardware hardware and like all those other bars yeah Mm -hmm. i mean i feel like that's yeah that's manhattan drag for sure yeah 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 yeah. it's uh that that certain kind of over idolized which i love manhattan i love all the queens there my favorite is Britta filter (laughs) book me book me book (laughs) i'm actually gonna i'm actually a manhattan queen now um my first gig is in a month at this new club called um, Playhouse. Playhouse, owned by um, Hardware, actually. And, oh. And Pieces. So I'm going to be doing a Latin party there with uh, Pixie. Aventura. Aventura, yeah. I mean, definitely probably the most uh, visible Latin queen in, yeah, in Manhattan, for fierce, sure. for sure. I, yeah. She's a great performer. Um, I uh, Let's... Uh, talk about some music real okay, quick, cool. um, because we opened the show with Selena, Ooh, and yes. uh, you Chada are a Tejana. 
I am a Tahana, honey, born and raised. <laughs> uh, and I know uh, I was like, when we sat down, we were putting together this playlist. I was like, I'm sure your, you know, Selena would make sense here yeah, because I know that absolutely. she means a lot to you. Yeah. Uh, tell, tell us a little bit about your relationship to Selena. So Selena is kind of like my drag mother. Yeah. <laughs> There's a funny story. I, I'm i going to have to say it because you know what? Why not? Um, we here. I was an extra in her movie when I was 10 years old. My mom signed me up. And I don't know. I just like... And also like when Selena passed away, it was the first time as a young kid knowing like what death is and like mm-hmm. i don't know you know it's just like weird so when i heard about her dying i like told my mom like oh i'm gonna go play and i went outside instead of playing i went to go cry right. oh my god i'm gonna cry now um so i like cried and i was like oh my god why am i feeling like this you know so she's just always been part of me and i i love her you know so much and why do you think you let's say idolize her in such a way i mean i feel like Especially what I do for drag. I mean, I, I always like, would Selena do this? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. You need I that just, on a bracelet. <laughs> yeah, you know. And then there's always, you know, my, my dad always says, don't ever forget where you come from. So being in Brooklyn, living in New York, and, you know, there's a lot of white people. <laughs> so I was definitely like, you know what? I am, you know, going to bring my Latin mm-hmm. background to New York. So. Yeah. Funny enough, you're the second person who's been uh, in the uh, Selena film that's been on the show. Oh, God. Yeah. Wow. Um, uh, my friend Rafa Tamayo of uh, oh, cool. the podcast De Colores Radio. Uh, he uh, played uh, baby, well, young A.B. Quintanilla. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so shout out to that. That's Shout out to them. And, yeah. Um, well, uh, le- oh, uh, well, so anyway, so we started out the show with El Chico del Apartamento 512. Uh, and we're going to listen to another song that you uh, selected. I mean, you've both co-curated this playlist um and we're gonna listen to evie queen again like legends on legends on legends on legends yes. Hanny. um talk to me about quiero bailar um well right now i'm actually um learning i know some of the words but I, that it's on my like i'm listening to it on repeat because i want to perform that soon very oh soon. she's so joining the repertoire that's how she's she, you know she's bringing that reggaeton vibe honey <laughs> work okay so let's go ahead and listen to that now again this is evie queen the track is quiero bailar and we'll be right back with more uh drags señoras y señores bienvenidos al party agarren a su pareja con la cintura y prepárense porque lo que viene Yo quiero bailar, tú quieres sudar y pegarte a mí el cuerpo rosado. Yo te digo si tú me puedes provocar, eso no quiere decir que pa' la cama voy. Quiero bailar, tú quieres sudar y pegarte a mí el cuerpo rosado. Yo te digo si tú me puedes provocar, eso no quiere decir que pa' la cama voy. Yo quiero besar, que papi tú lo juro te me acercas si late en mi corazón. Si lo que quieres Problema en acercarme y bailarte este reggaetón Que los dos tengamos que sudar Tengo que sudar Que bailemos al ritmo del Debemos entrar Que me haga fuerte suspirar Suspirar Pero pa' la cama digo mira na 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 Porque yo soy la que mando Soy la que decide cuando vamos al mambo Y tú lo sabes El ritmo me está llevando Mientras más te pega más te voy azotando Y eso está bien A mí no me importa lo que muchos digan Si muevo mi cintura de abajo para arriba Si soy de barrio o tal vez soy una chica Si en la discoteca te me pegas y te animas Sabe que los dos tengamos que sudar A sudar Que bailemos al ritmo del tra 
atrás Que me haga fuerte suspirar, suspirar. Pero pa' la cama digo mira na 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 Yo quiero bailar, tú quieres sudar Y pegarte a mí el cuerpo rosar Yo te digo si sí, tú me puedes provocar Eso no quiere decir que pa' la cama voy Quiero bailar, tú quieres sudar Y pegarte a mí el cuerpo rosar Yo te digo si sí, tú me puedes provocar Eso no quiere decir que pa' la cama Sudar, sudar, que bailemos al ritmo del tra, tra, que me haga fuerte suspirar, suspirar, pero pa' la cama digo mira na na na. Si yo quiero bailar, tú Ey. quieres sudar, y pegarte a mí el cuerpo rosar, yo te digo si sí, tú me puedes provocar, eso no quiere decir que pa' la cama voy. Quiero bailar, Ey. quieres sudar, y pegarte a mí el cuerpo rosar, yo te digo si sí, tú me puedes provocar, eso no quiere decir que pa' la cama voy. <laughs> This goes out to all of you fake ass putos Thinking that you're running game and shit With all your little followers and shit People see you, real bitches see you And the shit that you do You thought it wasn't gonna catch up to you That I wasn't gonna make it Well guess what, I'm here bitch, I'm here second track there again this is actually there's quite a bit of a perreo on this on the rest of this playlist which i'm all about um we're listening we just listened to miss nina and la favi this track is called el consejo now miss hannah this is one of your tracks and you said like this song really speaks to you yeah it's um a track 
by Miss Nina and Favi and um, this whole Neo Pereo movement has really actually just inspired me as um, a person and mm -hmm. like what's going on in our climate today with, you know, the Me Too movement and like, um, you know, women, especially like being able to dress the way they want to dress because they want to dress that way. And um, just because, you know, they're doing their, themselves a certain way doesn't give permission for other people such as men to like take advances on them. Yeah. Um, but this track especially is kind of, it's really cute. It's talk, it talks about um, advice that their mother gave to them about, you know, um, financing and about men. And that I, I, I found that to be very um, profound. Good. Yeah. I mean, the, the, definitely like the whole Neo Perreo thing has sort of recalibrated mm -hmm. uh, Urbano in a way. Like, I mean, it just, it's so for everyone. I mean, Perreo is yeah. for everyone. I mean, and it's about cultivating safe spaces, which you guys do. <laughs> um, so uh, let's start a little bit further back because like, you know, Chada, I know that when you find, when you arrived in Brooklyn, you know, mm -hmm. a couple years ago, uh, there wasn't a whole lot in terms of uh, queer nightlife. Mm. Um, how do you think ha it has changed since you've been working in there? Um, queer nightlife has changed a lot. <laughs> um, I'm a lot older now, so I don't do afters. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, yeah, I mean, I felt like, you know, I do a big party called Be Cute. Mm-hmm. And we used to do it at this really tiny bar called uh, One Last Shag. And mm -hmm. I actually started the same time Boppy Juice had their party. Uh-huh. And there was this other party. I forgot what was that other party name. But I felt... So just for example, like me and Poppy Juice, it's like Be Cute is like now like big level. Poppy Juice is major, yeah. you know. I feel like a lot of queer life is getting like better you know it's just getting good exposure and like you know a lot of the parties are traveling now mm -hmm. and like and that's really cool you know so yeah <laughs> yeah well i mean and i think what you know you all do a party called yes mama yes. and it's again it's all about yeah. centering like latinx's yeah, latin yeah. america and music like latinos yeah. i also did a so when i first moved to new york i did a latin party and I forgot, what was it called? Yes. Oh, Cholalicious. Cholalicious. Oh my God. Was it Cholalicious? No, it was. No, that was later. That was some, that was like a one-off with Irwin from Metro. Um, oh my God. It was at TNT. There was like five people that came. Work. It lasted <laughs> maybe two months. No, it was just not, it wasn't the time. You know what I mean? Fine. Yeah. And then I moved it to, then I did, a, then I started, and then five years later, probably, I was like, okay, yes, mama. Brought it to Macri, Williamsburg. Nope, didn't work there either. And wow. then, I, and of course, I was like, you know what? I gotta go go to Bed Stuy, you know. So mm -hmm. now it's like Yes Mama is really fabulous. And it's as long cute. has Yes Mama been around? I think now, like what, like three, four years? I don't even wow. know. Wow, we're going like, on four, yeah. Yeah, I think we're going on four. I've definitely had some adventures at Yes Mama. Yeah, um, <laughs> and it's cute. I just love like also Bed Stuy is like it's like my home. It's like. It's just like a lot of like brown people live there, mm -hmm. and like it's like queer as fuck. So yeah, what's I love the Red's what's the home bar now? 
uh, Come On Everybody. Oh, it's, oh cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like Come On Everybody. Work. Which is like funny because it's across the street from One Last Shag where One mm-hmm. Last Shag used to be. So that's when I, I got my first, you know, my steps, my first like, you know. Bed-Stuy, you know, I started in Bed-Stuy. <laughs> it's kind of full circle. Yeah, yeah, which is funny, yeah. I mean, my first drag show was at One Last Shag. I used to do parties there. Yeah. Um, uh, Hannah, I mean, because you you do drag, but you obviously, you also DJ as well. I mean, yes. well, you both do. Um, so tell me about, like, how you've been rolling into this, this world. Again, specifically Latina, because, again, I, I think it's cool because, like, you guys make a point of like being like Latina, Latina this, Latina this, you know, yeah. like, um, which I think is interesting. It's not, it doesn't feel like clout, you know, like the way that people are just like, you know, just trying to signal. Like it just feels like it's very much a, of like, there's an aesthetic. You definitely have like this glam kind of aesthetic. Like it's very like JLo, um, <laughs> you know. So tell me a little bit about like how you've drifted into, into nightlife. Cause I think you've only been doing drag, what, like four or five years? Um, I've been doing drag since... I moved here probably five years. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I pretty much picked her up from the bus stop in LA and yes. I said, you're coming to New York. No, I'm just kidding. No, you're already in New York, but <laughs> we don't have to get into that situation. But more, yeah, yeah, more or less, yes. Um, I, I, I Drag started for me as like purely um, a hoe needed to get drunk and she needed free drink tickets. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> real? I mean, like, tea. let's be real. And like free entry to all the bars, whatever. Um, you just tell them you work there and like, apparently they just let anyone in that <laughs> works there. Okay. Um, but um, more importantly, the development of me DJing and me really owning my Latin roots started in New York, actually. I come from a very white... Um, predominantly white, um, like town and neighborhood. And so I always felt like I had to assimilate to being white, Mm -hmm. um, even though I'm clearly like tan, tan, tan boots. (laughs) Uh, and it wasn't actually until I met Horchata that I, I, I I felt like, oh, I'm kind of home. Like Mm -hmm. when... Horchata started teaching me how to DJ mm. is when like my whole life kind of changed. Right. Yeah. And I saw the importance of, of knowing where I come from, knowing that it's, you know, that it, it's part of what makes me. And, um, there's so much beautifulness within recognizing my culture. Yeah. And, 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 and even more so now, it's so important with like what's happening in the world, especially in the United States, like that we need to we need to be proud and like be together for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, and you both like. I mean, you're very hotly in demand. You don't just play like Latin music at the Latin oh, yeah. parties. Like you, yeah, yeah. you're like you know, like you are often like DJing at like you know for Suzanne or yeah, yeah. you know for Frankie Sharp. You know, like major major promoters with yeah. major major parties yeah. with major major audiences, yeah. private gigs, you know, corporate yeah. gigs. What do what is it that you? I don't know what like what do you get into when when DJing? Like what what does it for you? What gets your blood pumping? Well, for me, it's like seeing people have fun. Um, it's very much like you control the party mm-hmm. like, yeah, if you're I mean, playing. DJing is like. Driving the car, you know, you're just like, honey, let me just take you on a ride. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's about the ride and the journey. And um, you see it a lot when, especially when we're able and blessed to like play more than two hours, you know, like you're, you're able to like 
Yeah. Show a full range and, mm-hmm. and uh, like a story. Work. Um, I, it, before drag, I mean, because I, I think yesterday you were telling me like, you know, if this was never a plan. I feel like drag is never the plan, is it? Like, I feel oh, like oh, you just kind of fall into it and then yeah, it's just like suddenly yeah. you're here. Mm. Um, what, you know, what, where was life, uh, Hannah specifically here, where was life taking you before drag happened? Ooh, like drag or uh, my background. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I, my background was in um, business management and fashion design. And I was on the path of like just being a store manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was doing experience, customer experience managing for like Juicy and like Banana Republic, like these huge companies. And I was telling you last night that I was like going out, putting on this huge face and in the morning trying to get, make sure I'm getting like the raccoon eyes off in the <laughs> car, on the way to work at 8 a.m. <laughs> in the car with the fucking little wipe and be like, it was, yeah, that was my life. And then it just wasn't fun. Yeah. I am I, a creative person and that wasn't creative enough for me. And thankfully I found a really nice like home in, in Brooklyn Drag. And um, one day I went into work and I was like, fuck you, I'm leaving. That's amazing. Yeah. And then, well, now in, in hindsight, I'm like, damn, I wish I knew I was going to be a drag queen slash DJ when I was forking out money for fucking uni. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, girl. Woo. <laughs> that conversation has been happening yeah. a lot recently. Um, Chata, what about you? I think I read or, or saw somewhere that I think you planned on being a stylist. Was that your, yeah. was that your thing? Yeah, yeah. I was living in Texas and I hit rock bottom. I'm going to say it out loud. It was a mess. Couldn't afford rent. Moved back to San Antonio. It was a hot mess. And I and it was because I went on a trip to New York. Okay. This I, I come back to Texas with no jobs, broke, and so yeah. And I'm so I was like, fuck it. I bought a one way ticket to New York, wow. and was my friend was working as a stylist, and he got me all these styling gigs. I was doing uh, visual merchandising for like Lord and Taylor, um, Bloomingdale's, Lacoste, you know, mm. and then. Colin Self was actually the first person to hit me up and he was like, do you want to do a drag show? And I was like, absolutely. And literally <laughs> from there was, that's it. It was like yeah. booked, booked, booked. Booked, boots. Horachata was born. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, one of my favorite, because this is the second time I've actually interviewed you now. Um, the first one was for Romesca. Go read about it, Haney. Yes, Haney. Um, but you uh, shared a story about how, like, you've kind of always been in drag. Because um, oh, your yeah. dad yeah, yeah. Uh, is, was a party clown? Yeah, yeah. So I used to be, a, I was a clown as well. My dad cl- was a clown. And I used to go to his magic shows and his birthday parties. And I would dress up and I would do stuff at like a car dealership or something right. and like come get a car you know as a clown so i've been all, i've been hustling since i was like nine years old work yeah and i mean i again from 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 that uh story i remember that this kind of gave you a lot of insight into event planning and oh, organizing yeah. so yeah so that's what my family does we had a business so i've been event planning like, like since i was a kid as well so seeing my mom as a wedding planner and seeing like what it takes to get something done, you know, like to plan an event. So yeah, I mean, it's in the blood. Bushwick is now massive. I mean, it's fucking yeah. international for sure. Yeah. How, like, what are the challenges of running again, such a massive event? 
honestly, it's we're on going on our ninth year, and it's I could plan this with my eyes closed. Work, yeah. And I also have like Honolulu. I have my my girl Icarus. Um, we have a little team that mm -hmm. helps me out, so it's not just me and babes. Um, it's it's a nice little team, and we all travel together and stuff. So yeah, I I feel like babes babes trust babes was trust, your co-founder yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, they're kind of a, I don't want to say a silent partner, but like, they're not usually in the spotlight. Yeah. I mean, we're uh, in the first, we were like us together. And then I, I don't know, I forget one year. She's like, babes, I can't do it. You just like, you handle <laughs> it. I'm like, okay, girl, I'll do whatever. So yeah. Yeah. And I also, I'm, I'm a full-time queen. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's like, it's, I'm giving shows 24 seven. Hello. <laughs> Um, well, you all are here uh, in Mexico City because, again, there is the intention of bringing uh, Bushwig to Mexico yeah. City at some point. Obviously, we already mentioned that there's like a big uh, drag movement here. Um, I mean, what? I mean, why? Why would you? Why do you want to bring it here? I like I said earlier. I mean, when I came here like years ago, I just felt like it's so similar to Brooklyn, and I love mm -hmm. it. You know, and I just. You know, every every queen I've met, it's kind of reminds me of Brooklyn because Brooklyn is, you know, we're a very tight community and there's no really shade or anything. I don't know. It's peace and love. <laughs> <laughs> Tras, uh -huh. Until you get on Instagram. But then I heard, yeah, but then I heard the tea about some of the clubs here and I was like, oh, never mind. Yeah. I mean, so what has been, again, without getting too shady, without, you know, really spilling tea. Yeah. Um, We've now been to a couple of clubs here. Yeah. Um, it's definitely a different experience from yeah. the clubs out in New York. Um, yeah. In many ways positive, in many ways not. Mm -hmm. um, what has really stood out to you about the clubs out in, in Mexico City? Well, I mean, for I'm, for me, it's like there's... I'm not going to mention any of these clubs, but some queen was like, if you perform or if you work here, you can't work there. Right. Or you can't even like step into that... like building which is really crazy to me because you know i it's like saying if you can't if you work for horachata you can't work for frankie sharp right you can't work right. for suzanne it's like girl we all share each other's queens we all book the same like gjs it's you know it's the coins you know you don't fuck with people's coins you know it's kind of like limiting them gigs i think maybe. i wonder if they're on a payroll yeah. like, I, like I, I wonder i mean because yeah. that's the only way that that's feasible yeah, or maybe they like signed a contract. They're like, you can't like perform there. Because I've um, I've heard about that. Like, because I I got asked if I was. Uh, uh, the, the people are often surprised that I write for more than one publication. They're yeah. like, oh yeah, because apparently here you have to be exclusive or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What about what about you, Hannah? I mean, again, yesterday we really did the most. Uh, what 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 is your reaction to like the clubs out here? How are, how are they different for you from the from New York? So uh, people love to party here and I feel like they let go a little bit more yeah. and quicker than they do in New York. Like we went out at what? 10, 30? Yeah, yeah, just about. 10, 30. And the club was already packed. Oh, <laughs> like packed boots. Packed boots. Um, the, the techno music was going strong, <laughs> um, circuity type vibe, you know, and I, I love that. And in New I York, mean, well, we were going on a walk and around 2 PM people were, every bar was filled. I yeah. was like, yeah. what? So I guess like the more, it's more enjoyable, like life here. Mm. Yeah. Um, 
and their chosen their in their club life. Because um, in New York, you you know, we'll be like two a.m. and we'll be like, hey, it's time for us to go. out. I mean, in New York, people don't go out until like one, twelve. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Also, I think too. I'm not sure what the rent is here, but I mean, people in New York are always working hard to pay that rent. So yeah. it's like so expensive. You know what I mean? So I yeah, don't know. definitely that has something that affects the culture. The culture, yeah. <laughs> Well, um, speaking of Mexico City nightlife, Berreo is uh, the sound dominating all of the things. Um, and we're going to listen to some more Perreo because that's what we got on this playlist. <laughs> yes. uh, uh, Hannah, again, you were telling me that you really, really liked uh, La Fabi's recent uh, record. Yeah, um, it's a mixtape done with um, Soy Icy Trap from New Jersey. Uh, I... When I first met Favi or knew of her, actually Icarus introduced me. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Icarus. Icarus uh, is obsessed. Obsessed, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so when I first heard her voice, it's so angelic and beautiful, and like she sounds like, like um, like a siren. Yeah. <laughs> and, yes, actually. Yeah. Right. And it, and 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 so I've been hooked ever since. Um, we've booked her twice now for our small little festival or you know whatever you want to call it tan lines that happens during the summer mm-hmm. um she did yes mama once as she well she did yes mama as well yeah oh my god slayed Sl- yeah she slays every time she's and 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 her sounds just so gorgeous and a beautiful human being um but this mixtape especially there's two different like juxtapositions of sound. There's Favi and then there's Soy Icy Trap and mm. she's a little bit more, you know, her sound's a little bit more aggressive than sure. Favi's. So it's it's a great match because they're so opposite. Yeah, she's very soft and often women in, in, in Urbano and Reggaeton are actually quite hard. Right. They have to go real hard. And you know, it's 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 this it's cause she well, Favi was trained um Oh, like flamenco. Flamenco, flamenco. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Flamenco dancing. Um, sing, she's a flamenco singer. Work. So that helps her develop her sound. But oh, I bet. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, so let's, beautiful, yeah. Let's go ahead and listen to that now. Again, this is La Fabi uh, featuring, oh, well, with Soy Icy Trap. And the track is called Call Your Wife. Uh, and we'll be right back with more shows and boot And I don't know, Carrie. I don't know. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> Boots. Right. So Icy Trap. Uh-huh. You're not for me, no. Él no tiene pantalón. Siempre cambia su razón. Porque no sabe quién soy yo. If you want me, please say so. Cause I don't want my feelings hurt. Estoy fría de dolor. Cause I can face that you're not mine. Wanna be the one you call your wife.
Song Mess. Un show de música emergente latinoamericana donde mezclamos entrevistas con los sonidos más frescos del underground. Su anfitrión, Richard Villegas, es un periodista musical contribuyendo a publicaciones como Remezcla, Rolling Stone y Bandcamp. Y con Song Mess, las conversaciones toman un giro más casual y personal, revelando el mundo interior de cada invitado. Song Mess está disponible en todas las plataformas digitales. Y lo puedes escuchar por Radio Nova Costa Rica todos los lunes y jueves a las 9 de la mañana. Song Mess. Nos conocimos en Miami. Tus labios pude sentir. Bebiendo en la piscina, sintiendo que valía un poco la pena vivir. Y welcome to Miami. Aquí tú me hacías sentir que todo es posible. Tu cuerpo quiero cerca, te quiero solo para mí. Nos conocimos en Miami. Tus labios pude sentir. Bebiendo en la piscina, sintiendo que valía un poco la pena vivir. Y welcome to Miami. Aquí tú me hacías sentir que todo es posible. Tu cuerpo quiero cerca, te quiero solo para mí. En el aeropuerto, eso que todo ha sido un sueño. Tu cuerpo era mi casa, curaba todos mis miedos. Casa de Versace, las fotos de los yates. Seguimos siendo pobres, pero esto es de primera clase. Pero esto es de primera clase. Conocimos en Miami, tus labios pude sentir Bebiendo en la piscina, sintiendo que valía un poco la pena vivir Y welcome to Miami, aquí tú me hacías sentir Que todo es posible, tu cuerpo quiero cerca, te quiero solo para mí Volvamos, vamos al principio a descorchar botella Como si fuéramos ricos Y volvamos Volvamos al principio Bebiendo y fumando La hierba de Paris Hilton Okay, and we're back. Uh, and uh, the song that we just listened to there is by King Judet. Uh, this is called En Miami. Um, again, uh, this is a, this track was uh, selected by you, uh, Hannah. Um, again, you were telling me like you really love. I mean, I love King Judet. Yeah, I'm obsessed. Me too. Uh, really love this track. Yeah, it's it's just so beautiful. Um, I'm not a romantic person. And, um, you know, my, my romance right now is my career mm -hmm. and I'm gonna, I need to get it somewhere before I even think about different options as far as that. But this really gives me like a, like a really beautiful, like fantasy of a sure. relationship. Yeah. Uh, you told me that King Judet recently came out as trans. Yes. Yeah, so they came out as trans and, um, I mean, Obviously, I've always been killing it, but like it's so beautiful that to people to like live their life and um and and, and like live that journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I'm I, I can't imagine it's easy. Also, just like 
you know, obviously it's not easy. Like me coming out as gay wasn't easy. So I can't imagine like coming out as trans and like what that entails, especially in other countries. Yeah. Yeah. So I've only known what it is to, for it to be, you know, in the U S but, um, everywhere has its challenges. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, before we move on from King to that, you mentioned also that they will be part of a, a new show. Yeah. So, um, I actually, I, I know very little about it, but, um, I've heard that they'll be on Netflix actually on the Netflix, on the Netflix show. Yeah. Featuring trans, uh, specific trans women work. Yeah. Which is amazing. Again, another win for, um, queer and trans people. Yeah, work. So it'll be like Spanish pose. It's be both. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, okay, cool. Well, we are, uh, you know, we're reaching the end of this interview again. Like y'all got to get up and geesh. I got to oh. get up in a nap. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, I, I want to ask a couple more questions about DJing. First of all, I mean, I feel like this streaming age has really changed the game for DJs. I think it actually makes maybe the job harder. Because now everybody thinks they're a fucking DJ because they have a fucking playlist. Oh, and then they're like, yeah. can you play? Mm, well, I mm-hmm. mean, is that overblown? Or is it like legitimately like that you have like to fend off people like out of here? Um, I don't, you know, there's, I mean, I could only speak from in Brooklyn. But there are some, you know, some friends of ours that are now DJs and they DJ on laptops. <laughs> I mean, Ooh. it's no, and it's totally chill. I mean, it, you Me. know, they, and it's totally <laughs> fine. I mean, I started off as a lap, a laptop DJ. Then I went into a controller with a laptop. You know, I don't know. It's just like, I'm not like worried. Sure. And, you know, whenever, and also when I go to Berlin, like every, you know, it's funny. There's everyone's a DJ in Berlin too. It's just, it's, it's a thing. That's what it is. Yeah. 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 I mean, everyone like, we were joking around about maybe two years ago being like, oh my God, everyone's becoming a drag queen or drag queens like baby queens are like, oh, can I get some advice about being a drag queen? We're like, uh, don't. <laughs> but now like I see everyone's becoming a DJ and you know what? I'm like, live your best life. Um, if you have a point of view and if you have taste in music, then and and you have a um, either you have a niche or you have a, a following, you know, do you. Um, personally, mm-hmm. uh, I'm booked boots. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, but, but, you know, also like the, that being a source of income for our queer community yeah. is like super important. So there's a piece of like the high for everyone. Um, you mentioned, uh, you know, again, it's a source of income for the queer community. Um, i Look, man, queers have the best fucking parties. We got the best drugs. Yeah. We got the best music. We got the best liquor. We got the best prices. Yes. Um, so the straights catch on, and then they want to come through. Yeah. Um, is that like, I don't want to be like, you know, I don't want to get you being like, fucking breeders, leave us alone. But more like, how ha- have you, ha- has, has that at all affected uh, events or nightlife around you, do you think? Like that, you know, so many more straight folks are trying to like party now in, in queer spaces. Um, no, I feel like it hasn't affected any of, like, affected me, I don't think. Um, I do party. I mean, there's also, like, I mean, there's BQ and 
sometimes there's like six guys that take off their shirts and it's like that's not the vibe <laughs> and, but that's more like circuit queens trying right. to come to me i'm like girl i'm more worried about the circuit bitches trying to come into our like queer spaces <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> but whatever yeah so i do a party on fridays called bitch nasty with icarus mm-hmm. Um, at the Rosemont. Yes, at the Rosemont. It's a queer, definitely a queer night for people of color. Um, because we're the only non-pop party mm. at the Rosemont, I feel like our crowd sometimes definitely has a lot of straight people that come. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Like, uh, we'll definitely see it and, we'll, you know, we acknowledge it. I mean, I, I'm not trying to... I get... I get it. Like the queers want to have their own spaces where maybe they don't want to mm-hmm. see um, straights people. Sure, sure. But I don't think we should be exclusive. I think if anything, we need to be open to showing them what it is that, yes. to, that makes us queer and, and that we have more fun, obviously, because they're coming to our parties. Um, the only problem is when they're disrespectful. And then that's what I was going to say. I was like, yeah. have you, because I mean, obviously the times have changed and yeah. you know, people are educating themselves a bit more, you know, thoroughly. Like, do you find that like when the straight folks do come to queer spaces, are they usually respectful? More times out of not. Yes. Um, there has been some instances where, you know, you have to check a boo sure, and you have to make you talk to the security person, but you know, that's being in partnership with management and making sure that they have our backs covered also. Mm. So, I mean, you know, essentially, yes, so the straight people that come into the bar are making the bar money, but also we need to acknowledge that they need to take care of us. Absolutely. Also, yeah. also straight people, if you're listening to this, ah, just kidding. <laughs> but people that are straight that come into queer spaces need to recognize when they're walking in to, like, if it's busy, maybe you shouldn't go in because you want to make room for queer people. And, you know, I just think that's number one rule, too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Absolutely. T. Yeah. You well, know, it's like it's like white when white people come to Yes Mama, we just, we're like just letting you know you're coming into a POC event and like don't throw shade or like if it's busy maybe like I don't know. <laughs> maybe leave. <laughs> yeah, maybe leave. Which is but I but you know, I don't say it loud. I don't say you know, sometimes we say on the mic like we don't say to leave, but we're just trying to be be respectful yeah. to like this your the space that you're in because you know this is a queer space. So. Exactly. I mean, it, it's a, it's it's a. I mean, there's a big. Um, well, I mean, there's been a conversation for a while happening here, for example, with La Purísima. La Purísima is in an awesome club, and it's like becoming overcrowded with like straight folk or like yeah. you know straight folk go, showing up at Pride and acting the fool, and it's just like, Jack, well, yeah. we act the fool. I'm not gonna say like we don't, but like, yeah. but this is our event, girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is our time to shine. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> this is um, our NFL series. Just kidding. Before before moving away from the DJing topic. Uh, what is the most obnoxious request that you guys get as a DJ? <laughs> like, can I play some Beyonce? It's my birthday. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, requ- I mean, I request is definitely the one. Just period. Yeah. Period. <laughs> also, when people try, especially at Metro, because like <laughs> Metropolitan in Brooklyn, hey hey, um, they you know they'll come up on the DJ booth, and I'm like, baby girl, you need to step off. <laughs> I'm like, they're all lit and shit. I'm like, but now there's like a little chain, so we could like block people out. But I hate when people get up on the DJ booth. It's like, I feel like people don't understand the boundaries anymore. Oh, I mean, I feel like because a DJ is hired 
paid, yeah. you know, to like curate, you know, the, the vibe of the party. It's like the taste. You're I'll being be high like, for give me taste. $10. I'll play your song. Ah. <laughs> no, girl. You just tell them, be like, go home and listen, listen to DJ Spotify. They're cheaper than we are. <laughs> also, like when they do request song, I don't even say, I literally say, yes, I'll play that. And I don't play it because right. they just want to hear what they just want to hear. Yes. Indeed. And I don't play it. Because usually I don't have what they're going to But how many times do they come back and ask? Uh, no, they don't. No, they, they never don't. come. Because oh, really? fucked up. Because they fucked up. I've tried fucked that. Up. Fair. Also. Or you could just be like, I already played a boo-boo. Yeah. <laughs> also, but there's sometimes where you, maybe a couple times where you got a request, you're like, oh, wait, actually, yes, let me play that song because, like, it's fab. Yeah. Yeah, but other than that, like, no, I don't play this. I mean, this is just uh, again for the listeners at home. This is just a. This is not a bitching session. No, this, this is not. Yeah, <laughs> it's a. It's a. It's a. It's a, a lesson. The whole point here is that it's a lesson on like you know etiquette, club etiquette. I mean, like you know, yeah. again, the performers there are there to do a job. You know, DJs are being hired for their taste and their abilities. Exactly. Drag performers are you know people. They're not mm-hmm. objects to be touched and groped and harassed. Yeah. Consent. Consent. Hello. <laughs> So again, this is this whole point here is just it's a lesson in club <laughs> etiquette. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we wrap up, I you know I sell your chiclet mommies. Uh, what are your parties? What venues are you uh, you know working at? Um, so you could see me um, and Hannah at Be Cute once a month. I think it's second Saturdays starting in April. We have Yes Mama first Saturday of the month. That come on everybody. We. I'm working on the next big Selena event that's happening in April. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's like a bunch of stuff what's I could the, plug. What's the Selena event about? It is uh, the four. I think it's my fourth annual uh, doing in a Selena event. It's uh, usually around her birthday. And mm-hmm. we book a Selena cover band, Queens, and it's just so much, yeah, so much fun. Um, you were once uh, delivered a cease and desist by the Selena I family. Was. Yes. What was it like to be touched by, you know, it the anointed felt, ones? It felt really cool. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, um, we're going to take you to court if you don't change the logo. And like, <laughs> and then I did. And then they're like, oh, you got to take the photo off, too. Oh, my God. I was like, yeah. And then I was like, is this OK? They're like, yeah, but it's similar to the logo. I'm like, OK. Girl. So but, you know, they you know, the gag is I'm on their radar, which is fab. <laughs> <laughs> you should you should book you know Principe Cuets at a party oh, one day. Yeah, just no, call it a day. Sure. <laughs> that'd be cute. That's, that'd be a cute um, olive branch. Yeah. Um, what about you, uh, Hannah? Where where can uh, the listeners go twirl to with you? Um, always on SoundCloud, DJ Honolulu. Work. Uh, every Friday night at the Rosemont for Bitch Nasty with DJ Icarus. And again, uh, BQ, uh, second Saturdays, Yes Mama, first Saturdays. Um, and just like, follow me on Instagram. Hello. Yeah, I, I, I'm really blessed to have so many opportunities. I created a DJ monster. Uh, definitely <laughs> a monster. <laughs> I, I want to go back real quick to Tan Lines, which you mentioned oh, is yeah. a party series that you do in the summer. Yeah. Uh, again, with Icarus. Um, and you book performers, which is, uh, well, I mean, like, well, all party, all these parties have performers, but I mean like musicians. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us a little bit about like the the thoughts behind that. So when Tan Lines first arose in our drunken state of mind, probably at the Rosemont at four a.m., four thirty a.m. in the morning, we wanted to create a Latinx concert series that featured um, a talent from wherever, but mostly Latin talent and 
um, specifically POC women mm -hmm. in reggaeton. Um, our first year was at the Rosemont. It was fantastic. We did it almost like every other Saturday. We did a huge one last year. And then this year we're gearing up to actually work on it a little harder and like try to deliver an actual series. Yeah. It's just been so difficult being booked and blessed in Europe during the <laughs> summer. And there's, you know, there's talk about 10 lines Five. with Razor 5000. Oh, is, you know, 10 lines 5000 coming up this summer. What's, what's Razor 5000? Razor 5000 is a party I do. It's like twice a year, once a year. And it's just, I don't know. I, it's just like, it's just a key. Yeah. It's just like, it's, it's a massive thing. It's a massive party. Yeah. I don't it even, it's like baby bush. It's, it's sometimes it's themed like the second one, you know, I've done a razor 5,000 Selena. I've done Rihanna. I've done like space, alien space. Yeah. We've done beach party. I don't know. Work. It's just, it's just like a themed event. Yeah. Um, going back to talent, just for a quick second, who has performed at talent? Uh, we've had so far, um, Many of the queens in our community, mm -hmm. um, and also La Fapi. Okay, cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, like, again, again, like I'll say, uh, we're, you know, throwing around ideas, um, specifically looking for maybe some outside help to mm -hmm. like facilitate facilitate this a little bit Work. Um, more. Yeah. AKA coins, bitch. Yes. So if y'all got coins and you want to invest. And bringing cool talent to New York City, yes. or at least booking local talent that, like you know, that this party can afford. Feel free to support. Um, uh, I before we start wrapping up, I want to send a little love uh, to las las primas and hermanas yes. uh, out in BK. So like uh, again, you all kind of have like a kind of a tightly knit circle. Uh, like I've, for example, like Bushwick. Like Bushwick yeah. has like the cast there's mm -hmm. a specific cast um who are some of the girls that like maybe our listeners can go and follow uh via social media and hopefully uh in real um, life. definitely charlene our home girl charlene juku mary cherry um untitled queen hey untitled yes. lucy balls the list goes on serena t she was just our miss bushwick mm -hmm. this year she's fab yeah. Has Neon Calypso moved to New York yet? Neon's a queen. Okay. Yeah, she's she's pretty much moved to New York. That makes yeah. sense. Okay. Yeah. It was about time. I, I was yeah. like, I was like, she's still in Boston, girl. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Sasha Kobe. She's gonna be, I think, bicoastal now. Yeah. Her? Fierce LA queen. Yeah. Fierce LA yeah. queen. Yeah. I love uh, she's that's... she's trans as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Work well. Yeah. Uh, Again, children. I think uh, I think it was Kimchi who said it once. She's like, if you know ten girls from Drag Race and not ten girls in your you know city, you're not a fan of drag. You're a fan of Drag Race. So go support <laughs> your local talent. I love yes. that. Um, and tip your queens. Absolutely. Uh, and again, you uh, your uh, at is DJ Honolulu, right? Yes. And Chata, what is your at? Horochata NYZ. Okay, fantastic. Well. Uh, we're just going to wrap up. Again, my name is Richard Villegas, and this is Song Mess. And my guests are uh, DJ Honolulu and Ororchata. Um, and I will be linking to everything that I've mentioned in the show notes. Uh, you can follow us on social media, everything at Song Mess. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, if you want to listen uh, to this and many, many, many more uh, interviews, uh, you can find us on your favorite uh, podcasting platform. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. Uh, or just Google a bitch, you know? You, you will find <laughs> us. <laughs> <laughs> you know? uh, like, we are there. Um, uh, our playlist is always in the show notes. I update it every week. And so is our online store at songmess.threadless.com in case you want to buy some beautiful Songmess merch. Um, and yeah, uh, we're going to wrap up this interview with one more song.
Uh, this, I'm actually very excited that we're going to play because I'm like, this has kind of become a personal meme of mine with friends. Uh, we're going to listen to Tusa. This is by Carol G and Nicki Minaj. Yes. Uh, I mean, as if this fucking episode could not get like gayer. Yeah. <laughs> um, tell, me, tell me about this song. Why, why are we listening to her today? I mean, it's just hot right now. And uh, I mean, we were, mentioned, we were talking yesterday and then I was like, yeah, I love this song. And yeah, just. It's just hot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to play it tonight at Daddy's, so meow, meow, what's meow. up? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, again, my guests are Orochata and Hanalu. Again, um, find them everywhere. Go twirl. Go support queer artists, uh, not only during Pride, you know, um, and, like, be respectful, y'all. Um, so, again, my name is Richard Villegas. This song is by Carol G and Nicki Minaj. The song is called Tusa. Um, thank you so much, and we'll catch you guys next time. Ciao! Or bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> ¿Qué pasa contigo? Dímelo. Ya no tienes cosa. Hoy salió con su amiga. Dice que pa' matar la tusa. Que porque un hombre le pagó un mal. Está dura y abusa. Se cansó de ser buena. Ahora es ella quien lo sufre. Que porque un hombre le pagó mal Ya no se le ve sentimental Dice que por otro mal no llora No, pero si le ponen la canción Le da una depresión tonta Llorando no comienza a llamar Pero la de Wambusol Será porque con otra está Fingiendo que a otra se puede mal Pero dice todo esto una chica mala And now you kicking and screaming a big toddler Don't try to get your friends to come holla Holla Ayo, hey, I used to lay low I wasn't in the clubs, I was on my J-O Until I realized you were epic fail So don't tell your guys when I'm still your bae Cause it's a new day, I'm in a new place Getting some new days, sitting on a new face Cause I know I'm the baddest bitch you ever really met You searching for a better bitch and you ain't met it yet Yo, tell him to back off, he wanna slack off Ain't no more booty calls, you gotta jack off It's me and Carol G, we let them racks talk Don't run up on us cause they letting the max off Pero si le ponen la canción Le da una depresión tonta Llorando no comienza a llamar Pero la de Wambusol Será porque con otra está Fingiendo que a otra se puede Queen. Uh -huh.